Community Matters. Now, one hour. Powered by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. Dickman at Washington in downtown Battle Creek and shoplakeviewford.com. I'm Richard Pyatt. Welcome to Community Matters. You hear us Saturdays between 8 and 9 on 95.3 WBCK and whenever you feel like it at battlecreekpodcast.com. Brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln in downtown Battle Creek. Well, it's not the kind of announcement you get every day, but boy, did we get it this week in Calhoun County, a three and a half billion dollar electric vehicle lithium ion battery plant in Marshall, 2,500 jobs on 1,900 acres in Marshall. Here to talk about that now is Joe Salborowski, Chief Executive at Battle Creek Unlimited. Hi, Joe. Hi, Richard. Uh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Boy, this this must have had you dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, quite a, an exciting opportunity uh, for Marshall, uh, for Battle Creek, and really the entire Calhoun County region. Talk about this particular site. And you've been working on this for a while. The regional partners have been doing so. The notion that this is a good spot for something like this, it was just a matter of finding the right match. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Meta has been working to position this site for, I think, probably two decades. And I know the state has looked at it in the past. But when you look at the interchange of basically the crossing of I-94 and I-69, really in the almost the center of southern Michigan, uh, when you get just a handful of miles south, you hit the 80-90 interchange, which is a major east-west corridor. And then you take in the fact that it's that many acres relatively flat and contiguous. Um, it's just uh, it's a no-brainer. There's not too many sites like that across the country. And as you start to see these mega sites really pop up across the country as chips are becoming more prevalent in the U.S., as the EV industry is continuing to evolve, there's really not that whole heck of a lot of sites that have that with the potential to easily get infrastructure there or infrastructure already at the site. Yeah. So talking about the the proximity to transportation is an important thing. You know, when you're manufacturing and you're doing so on a on a certain schedule, you have to be able to deploy your products quickly and efficiently. And so this location, because of the uh, situation you described, is is one of the components that they're interested in being able to move it out once it's made. Yep. So what are the other considerations, too, that that a facility like this needs to have? Proximity to workforce. I would say workforce is probably one of the key drivers in the top one to three. When you're talking about 2,500 jobs, that's a lot of jobs. So um, the proximity of this site, uh, in order to pull from Battle Creek, in order to pull from uh, Lansing, in order to pull south of Marshall and all the way over to Jackson, it's a, it's a pretty good location which touches several employment pockets so that it's not to be such a strain on the area. And frankly, you know, 2,500 jobs is a lot of jobs, but um, I think it's about the right size of jobs to support something in this area with without creating a whole heck of a lot of strain on on other industry. It will create some strain, um, but there's some there's some solutions that all of us are collectively working on to to help with that. What kind of strains do you see? I think housing is going to be the number one uh, issue, not only for this project, but some of the employment issues that we're experiencing now. 
um, everything points back to housing. We can migrate uh, folks into this area, uh, whether it be Marshall, Battle Creek, Calhoun County, or the greater region. But uh, uh, where are we going to house these folks? In Battle Creek, we uh, went from a population of zero uh, with with uh, the Burmese population to a couple thousand in about a decade's period, but uh, we're limited on housing options. The idea, too, that this could pull from some of the local uh, employment base, but as you point out, there might be some within driving distance, but you could even make an argument, right, that there may be some experienced automotive workers in, say, the Detroit area that may wish to come over and move when they do that. So they'll right. have to live somewhere, right? Right. We have to have that ready. I mean, as the project unfolds and, and those details become more clear on wages, there's the possibility for people to to migrate uh, here from the south. We've had that happen in the industrial park here in Battle Creek. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Move several states from where yes. they are now. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So we've got a little time, right? I mean, the, the it's going to take some time to build this and get it up and running and that sort of thing. So we've got some time to figure out the housing issue. Do you see some parallel uh, work being done? And then by the time the demand is here, we'll have some improved stock to choose from? Absolutely. I think I think there's been a lot of foundation being laid across the county for some of this, but this is going to accelerate the collaboration, the cooperation, and the the parallelness that you're talking about, getting some of this product online when we talk about housing and get some uh, developers lined up. The construction project itself is two years, maybe two and a half years uh, by the time it's all said and done before for the ramp up of hiring continues. But in the short term, hotels will probably be booked with construction workers. We're working on a hotel that uh, has a lot of meeting space that'll be done in about uh, 18 months. So uh, that'll be coming online at, at a pretty good time when the operation gets closer to being operational. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's exciting. There's That's just kind of one thing of that we can point to that we've been laying the foundation towards something like this. So what's the Battle Creek Unlimited role in this? How have you helped the regional partners or what's the role that, that BCU has played? Well, the state of Michigan really kind of runs point on these large projects and Meta has uh, and the Marshall folks have, have obviously played point uh, with the MEDC on uh, assembling the land, marketing it, the, the kind of peripheral organizations, you know, have been brought to the table as the companies come visit the site. We answer uh, questions about our community, some of the things we're working on with, with housing Working with our municipalities, for instance, the city of Battle Creek is a critical uh, utility provider to this project. They're providing uh, water, I believe some, some possibly some some wastewater capacity uh, as they'll be uh, supplying it to Marshall and Marshall will be supplying it to Ford. So a lot of cooperation that's gone on behind the scenes. Uh, and, and quite frankly, many of projects have looked at this site over the last three years as these mega projects have become more popular. So sitting at the table, talking to the companies about what we have, Battle Creek Unlimited manages a foreign trade zone for 14 counties. So I think that's a pretty lucrative tool that uh, maybe the folks at Ford will want to take a look at as well. Well, the idea that this isn't without challenges, but this is not new. We knew this would be part of the deal when someone settled on this site. So there have been, I presume, lots of discussions about those things. And there would be going forward, right? I mean, there's a yeah. number of stakeholders here who will have concerns about it. Uh, uh, schools, for example, and um, 
uh, as you pointed out, the housing question and that sort of thing. Are there ongoing collaborative conversations in which the community would be involved and to try to address all questions and concerns? Yeah, I mean, it's going on right now, like Battle Creek. I know we're talking about it with our Battle Creek stakeholders. I'm positive that collaboration and those conversations are going to accelerate beyond just my familiarity with Battle Creek, but uh, probably countywide with, with many of these communities as the details really start to roll out. When we talk about these jobs, 2,500, these are well-paying jobs, right? I mean, generally speaking, the auto industry does pay well. We would think this is no different, right? Right. They said these range, these would range from 20 to $50 an hour, depending on the skill set. So uh, mm-hmm. absolutely. And we're talking to be operational two years from now. Who knows where the wages are going to be two years from now? Oh, boy, that's a really interesting point because we've seen how they've changed more recently. Yeah. So how do you look at it in terms of ripple effect? Somebody moves here, their earnings, let's go in the middle of that, $35, $40 an hour. They brought a family. That spouse may need a job. Uh, There's a, a home to be bought. There's other peripheral things that happen as a result of this. And that's pretty immense, isn't it? Yeah, that's the real that's the real economic impact of of landing something like this is all the peripheral spending that's going to go on buying houses, houses being built. We haven't even talked about uh, the potential of a of suppliers wanting to locate in this general area as well beyond just this investment. Marshall has an industrial park, Battle Creek has an industrial park. They're fully built out. So there's the possibility that uh, we could see a handful of additional companies locate to the area. Um, because we have some of these these assets that are already built out just to be close to that. So it is an exponential economic impact beyond just the landing of the facility. As you look at this, of course, uh, what we've seen over the course of several years is uh, food manufacturing, that sort of thing that that did this years ago in Battle Creek. And then There was some contraction with that, obviously. Now, this new avenue, I suppose you could call it, for automotive is booming. How do you look at this in 15, 20 years when you're trying to project the long-term effects and say, okay, are we going to stay this fervent? for that long a time? How do you look at that? Yeah, I guess my answer to that would be like, we're we're in a very, very unique period of time where the EV sector is at its, basically at its infancy. You know, we've got goals of Ford rolling out so many EVs by a certain date. We probably have a 20 to 30 year shift from internal combustion to EV. And these investments are just beginning. I would say this is a this is definitely a a three decade kind of a wave going on here. And so uh, we just got to get our agility on the surfboard (laughs) and ride the wave. Right. That's right. That's right. Sounds like we're getting our footing for for now. So what do you worry about at this point in terms of next steps and how BCU plays a role in trying to assist? If there's anything that gives me a little pause, and but it's also opportunity, is the housing component. We need to make sure that we in Calhoun County, these various communities, can really absorb this economic impact, keep the dollars here as local as possible. But in order to do that, we've got to have real solutions uh, in, in a pretty quick time frame on housing and inward migration to not only support this project, but to support our existing employers that are here 
that have invested in this community and communities for a long period of time. Let's, uh, we want to make it a win-win-win for everybody. Yeah, that's an interesting point. So if there's a an entity that's existed here for a period of time, maybe at times they've had struggles with hiring. Now Ford comes to town, has these these vast opportunities. Does that suck up the the talent pool or does that bring other talent here that gravitate this way and then there's a ripple effect for the other employers? So how do you look yeah, at that? Yeah, I think I think I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think that is a fear, but if handled correctly, your latter statement there is yes, it brings an inward migration, which that can help everybody. So we we've got the attention of the state right now uh, because of this project. Let's parlay it into s- solutions for all. And when you say you have the attention of the state, this kind of thing raises the credibility for this area in terms of a viewpoint on situating these businesses here. Is that how you'd phrase it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You might say there's other wheels that could be turning in the future that might also uh, pan out similarly. Yeah. And I'm encouraged what I'm seeing out of the state. If you look at the budget proposal, and it's just a proposal, there's obviously some some things that are going to go on. But there are certain uh, buckets that are identified that uh, we're hopeful this community, uh, this county, Marshall, they can all take advantage of that are directed towards megasite projects. Uh, and I'll say it's on the community development side. So very encouraged to see the state moving in that direction. And, you know, got a large surplus. So let's put it to use in, in a way that has a payback as well. About that housing idea, is there any information that you were privy to that that gives you a sense for generally how far an employee might be willing to live from the plant? So here's why I ask that. Yeah, we have a we have a certain area here that is limited on its housing stock now. Presumably that'll change at least in part over the next couple of years. But if we don't take advantage of that in Calhoun County, would somebody be willing to drive from South Bend, Kalamazoo, Lansing, Ann Arbor? Would they be willing to drive that far? And is that part of the considerations that you factor in? Yeah. So the answer to the question is it's all dependent upon wage. I I would easily say that somebody's willing to drive 45 minutes. So sometimes it's marketed that they'll they'll drive as far as 60 minutes. So the, the higher the wage, the 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 longer the commute. If we just put a, a radius on 45 minute drive time of the site, you can imagine um, where somebody would drive from. Um, I think our goal locally should be we want them driving no more than uh, 15 or 20 minutes. We want to uh-huh. we want to keep the disposable spend here in this community or this region. Right. So uh, that maybe adds a little pressure to the housing question. If you yes. can get them here, then that'd be ideal. And maybe uh, maybe they'd start off driving further if we didn't have it, but uh, would relocate yeah. in a certain amount of time, which would be nice. You know, before you go, uh, we talked last time about the downtown hotel and, and how that was going and the challenges you've had with supply chain and, and delays therein. But you had a pretty confident outlook at that point. How are you feeling about it today? We're feeling pretty good. Uh, phase two is underway. And w- what we label phase two is the remainder of the project. So that really started to ramp up in mid-January and it's it's full steam ahead. You know, we experienced a delay, five, six month delay, which kind of pushed the project completion date out a little bit. But now we have a better idea on that. So if we were to draw a line in the sand today, I would say uh, it's within 18 months, it'll be operational. So 
folks will see uh, some significant progress going on here over the next several months. I think steel arrives for Unit 2, which is where the atrium was torn down. That arrives at the end of April into May, and that'll start to be erected. So people will see some real progress. Yeah, I was sitting at the light down there where you have a, a really great view of it. I was just noticing how the light is coming through the glass at this point because you've emptied it all out and you can see that there's been certainly work done there. And that upper level where you see the light shining through quite a bit because the glass is all the way around it, that's probably interesting space there, no? Absolutely. Um, it's going to have unique spaces that uh, I'm sure the public is going to want to partake in uh, when it's operational. So we're really trying to capture at the top the, the view of the city. So uh, we're positioning some spaces that that can happen. Well, we'll look forward to updates on that. And I'm sure we'll talk again about the battery plant and other things before long. Thank you, Joe. All right. Thank you, Richard. It's always a pleasure. We'll be right back. 